Good morning, everybody. Thank you to um, the Streets of St. Petersburg and the Firestone Grand Prix St. Petersburg, as well as Verizon IndyCar Series, for giving Chevrolet a couple moments just to come in and say hi. We're back. We're excited. Um, we have several of our Chevrolet executives here with Jim Campbell, um, our vice president uh, of racing and performance vehicles. And we have Terry Dolan, who is the director of the Motorsports Marketing Program. We have Dom Lester, who's the senior manager of Propulsion performance and racing and then up here on the front we have Mark Kent and the soon to be introduced other person so what we're going to do is I'm going to Mark's going to take the microphone and here in a moment he's going to say a few words to kick off the 2018 season and then he's going to introduce the newest member of the Chevrolet racing team in the Verizon IndyCar series so Mark take it away. Thank you Judy and uh, good morning everybody thanks for the opportunity to to be with you this morning. Uh, as Judy said, I've, I've got an introduction to make here, but I'm going to make a few opening comments ahead of that. Uh, many of you know Chevrolet's in many forms of motorsports, and that's because racing offers us tremendous benefits in many ways. Uh, technology transfer, taking what we learn on the racetrack and putting it into production cars, taking our production car technology and putting it in a race cars, a great benefit to Chevrolet. Also on the marketing front, uh, being able to display our products at uh, racetracks across the world and allowing race fans to come and look at those cars, learn about those cars, and hopefully put us on their shopping list is another great benefit. But one of the biggest benefits we get out of performance uh, in racing is the ability to develop our employees, uh, identifying up-and-coming engineers and exposing them to the, uh, the fast-paced uh, motorsports arena uh, to hope, hopefully hone their program management skills, uh, hone their decision-making skills, being able to make decisions quickly uh, and uh, effectively. Uh, so we use motorsports to rotate uh, up-and-coming engineers through. We rotate them in for a two- or three-year assignment. Uh, many of you probably remember Chris Barraby. Chris Barraby was our program manager for many years. Uh, Chris came from a, a vehicle engineering background, which was instrumental during the aero kit era of IndyCar. But as we now transition back to the universal aero kit and the engine uh, being the main focus going forward, we wanted to identify a program manager that had more uh, propulsion system engine background. And I'm here today to introduce that individual, Rob Buckner. Rob Buckner is our new uh, Chevrolet IndyCar program manager. Uh, he's he's a, a modest individual, so I'll tell you a little bit about him. He's uh, very well educated. He has a, a bachelor's in mechanical engineering, as well as a master's in engineering and a second master's in uh, business administration. So uh, uh, very educated uh, book-wise, but he's also a very smart person with his, uh, his background within the company. So I'm going to turn it over to Rob to, uh, to talk a little bit further. Thank you. Thanks, Mark, and good morning, everyone. I'm very excited to be back in the Verizon IndyCar Series. I'd spent some time over here uh, previously from 2013 through 2015 as a trackside support engineer uh, integrated into Ilmore, but as a Chevrolet employee. And I was on Sebastian Bourdais' timing stand and did a lot of uh, calibration work during that era of the car and really had a, a great time over here and excited to be back for another year of IndyCar. So uh, as Mark mentioned, I've got a pretty extensive engine background. I've always been in propulsion uh, while working at Chevrolet. I started it uh, in a validation engineering role in 2010, working on the 
Gen 5 V8 program, which powers our Corvette and performance cars. I've always just loved uh, performance cars and racing. So once I got over in the motorsport side, uh, worked in IndyCar, NASCAR, and now back here in, in Mark's group. So uh, thank you to, to Mark and Jim Campbell, Dom Lester that's here. Uh, I've had a great support group uh, to get me to this point. And as Mark mentioned, I'm hoping to continue to develop my uh, program management skills, and I'm excited to be in an, a new role in motorsports for me. Uh, but you know, leaning heavily on Mark and and Chris Barbie, who did a great job with this program, and then all of our technical partners, uh, who do a great job, and our our race teams, we're very proud to be associated with. And really, I'm just inheriting uh, a program that's been really successful with six straight manufacturer championships, and uh, it's a, it's a great group, and I'm excited to be back. We'll take a few questions, and then if anybody would like a one-on-one -on -one sometime during the weekend, just come find me, and I'll be happy to try to find some time in the schedule. Steve? You don't know which one of you guys will answer this question, but um, do you know how many cars you guys will be willing to run next or this coming May for the Indy 500? Well, if, if history repeats itself, uh, there's 33 cars that start, and I think the last few years have been 33 or 34 cars that have, have tried to start the race. And historically, we've had about half the field. So uh, I would imagine probably a 17-17 split. And if there's uh, more cars that want to try to qualify, we're definitely in a position to support some more cars. Uh, one for Rob. Uh, it's Tony. Um, uh, just when you look at the fact Chevrolet's won six consecutive manufacturers' championships since coming back in, how important is it to keep that kind of momentum going now that we're back to just engines kind of taking a priority with not the same aero uh, differences between the two sides? Uh, so one of the things for us that's, that's good is we were successful since coming back to IndyCar in every formula, whether it's engine competition or engine and aero kit. Uh, working with our technical partners and, and race teams, we've we've done a great job in every formula. And so we're expecting more of the same for this year. And we're pretty confident we've done all of our homework and we're ready to go on the engine side. Uh, for Rob, again, this is sort of in the, following up or in the same line. What, what was all, what was like one and two on your get this done list when you were given this job, given the success this program has already had? Uh, you know, Mark did a really nice job of he handed off a packet to me, and in January I kind of was able to, to pick up a lot of the stuff that him and Chris Barabee had done. Um, and we just had some final things to take care of before going testing, and we've gone through the homologation process for this year, uh, and then just supporting. We've ran a lot of miles uh, test-wise. A lot of our teams, have, you know, we've been to Phoenix, Barber, Sebring. Uh, we've put some uh, a fair amount of miles on our race package this year, so just starting to build that confidence and get ready for this first race. Right here. Either one. How much input do you believe you're going to have when you come to the new engine formula after the two the V6 era is going to change up in a couple of years? We, we couldn't hear you too well, but was that about the, the next engine formulation and our input? Well, we've been working hand-in-hand -hand with uh, both uh, IndyCar and Honda to develop the next formula. And the, the real goal of the next formula was to uh, make it fair for everybody if a new manufacturer came to the series. 
Uh, you know, if you're a new manufacturer coming into the series, we didn't want to uh, allow a new manufacturer to take what we've learned for, you know, six years now and, and catapult past us by watching what we've done. So we've created a, a new formula with IndyCar that uh, uh, will come out here in, in, the, in the future uh, with or without a new manufacturer, but it'll be one that will get us all back on a level uh, starting point, so it'll be a fair competition on the track when we all hit the track. I know talking to Mr. Campbell in the past, uh, he really loved how good a arrow kit Chevrolet had built from 2015 through 2017. In a lot of ways, from your standpoint, was it hard to give that up in terms of how well a job that it did do for the brand? Well, as you mentioned, it, it was a very successful era for us. And, and we really endorsed arrow kits because it, it provided us two big opportunities. One, it provided us an opportunity for visual differentiation, which we got. And it also provided us an opportunity to demonstrate our engineering expertise and to out-engineer our competition. And uh, I believe we, we, based on the results, did that as well. So the Arrow Kit era was very successful for us and accomplished what we were after. But in working with IndyCar, we also saw that the, the cost of an Arrow Kit program was in fact a, 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 uh, a hurdle that was potentially keeping other engine manufacturers from entering the series. So we, we have uh, you know, aligned with IndyCar on the new Universal Aero Kit and we hope that some more engine manufacturers come to the series because we, we love to compete with them uh, in the showroom. We love to compete with them on the racetrack. Do we have any other questions from anybody? If not, we'll be, oh, Mary. With the um, continuation of competition between Chevy and Honda, uh, maybe till 2020 or beyond, I understand that on the even years, this being 2018 even, you really are restricted quite a bit what you can change in the engine. And that you've kind of, between the two manufacturers, agreed not to do a lot of changes in the odd year because you've been with this engine for so many years, you've basically found everything you can find and it would be very expensive to get a little bit more performance out of it. So um, are the engines pretty much going to stay the same now going forward? And, and what do you anticipate uh, the changes that you can do? So uh, for us, you know, the work's never really done. If you, if you stopped engine development and because you thought there was nothing left to gain uh, in a pretty short period of time, you wouldn't be very competitive. And our engine group does a great job of continuously searching for that last little bit of performance. It was definitely, uh, you know, you want to be able to reuse some engine parts and, and get a lot of life out of them, which I think us and Honda agreed to do uh, with limiting some changes. But, you know, we're still doing a development program and looking for all the performance we can give our teams. And we'll continue to do that throughout this engine formula. Anybody else? If not, again, we'll be out in the hallway for a few moments if somebody wants to ask a couple questions and then let me know if you want any one-on-ones. Thank you for giving us your time and happy 2018 in the Verizon IndyCar Series.